Hey there, welcome to this episode of Zen Mama and the Addict. This is Mary. Happy spring to you all here in Vermont. It's finally greening up. I'm excited about that. Not a lot of sunshine though, so let's have a little bit more of that sent our way and everyone would be smiling a little bit more. Got really warm for a little bit, but then it cooled off and it's been a little rainy, but I'm actually sharing with you a podcast that I uh, recorded a couple months ago of, with someone from, he, was, uh, he wasn't in Hawaii anymore, I guess, when I talked to him, but on the West Coast, and he's lived in Peru, and he's a really interesting guy that um, has dug deep, dug deep on the nutritional aspect as far as longevity and fuel and just living the best version of ourselves from the inside out. He has a lot of experience in detoxing. I shared um, a little bit about my Zen Cleanse journey in here, which was one of the products that he was promoting. He has a organization or a company, Bright Earth Foods, that he works with. He's making a difference in the world, just trying to enlighten people about the power they have to be well through their nutrition and other choices that we make through all of our senses, our lifestyle choices that we can, you know, move the dial on our health, right? Our genes play a big role, but our epigenetics, our lifestyle choices, they all play a big role, a big role also. And, you know, it's along that lines of let thy medicine be thy food, Right. And um, this is a really interesting episode. I hope you pick up some little nuggets. I know I had a good time talking to him. So let's get on with the show. Enjoy. Journey and it's taken me 57 years to get to this place where I was ready or spirit was ready for me to have a have a little one under my arms and be hundred percent responsible for, you know, so I know you're fully down the road on that, on that journey. So it's, uh, it's, it's new territory for me. It's, you know, every morning is just a gift and super exciting. And it's amazing how transformative it is to, to come to this place, you know, where I've been all over the world and adventured all over and guided lots of people through all their struggles and my own, even, you know, and lots of partnerships and uh, it's amazing to come to this place you know and be right here just like almost at square one again you know i've got a little baby boy and it's just like starting over or i don't know what it's like actually it's just so <laughs> magical you know it's amazing <laughs> yeah for sure parenting sort of takes everything to a whole new level right it really does. And it just changes the perspective on things. You know, I couldn't really care less about anything, you know, like I used to. Things don't matter like they used to. You know, it's like I could stay with him in our yurt and and the days could just go by and I wouldn't even care. You know, it's yeah. before like, oh, I got to go do stuff, you know, and get shit done. And it's like in his world, it doesn't matter. Right. You know, it's like there's absolutely no care. The only thing that matters is sleeping and eating and being close to mom and dad, you know, mostly mom at this point. Yeah. It's interesting. It's, I was um, recently in some of my spiritual practices or readings, um, you know, just reflecting on how like we come into the world totally connected with the divine in that way, you know, mm -hmm. and how, um, you know, then traditionally, as we begin to go into the different phases of growth, especially outside the family unit and out in the world. And I know you're 
more non-traditional in how you are planning on raising your child and how you live. But we become, then the conditioning starts. And then we get, by the time we get through all of that, then we just spend the rest of the time peeling our way back out of it <laughs> to find our way right. back to where we began, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Push that record button because this is all really valuable information. I did push the record recording. button, actually. Oh, you did? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's really, it, you know, just for us to sit around and tell people what to do or try to guide them through it is, it's all blah, blah, blah. You know, what really matters is, is the reels, which is, you know, us having family and us being connected in nature and, and us being connected with ourselves and, um, you know, just doing what you and I are doing right now, just sharing, you know, and, and being there for each other and, and supportive for each other. Cause it's, it, it is a struggle, you know, and it is a journey, um, with, with amazing highlights and most amazing lowlights. I mean, if we use it all to our benefit and all is a growing learning tool, um, and just looking at things as hurdles and, you know, creeks to cross and logs to jump and things to go around, then it makes it so much easier for us, you know, to not feel like we're alone and also feel like that, you know, this woe unto me crap that a lot of people throw on themselves, you know, it's most of the crap that all of us deal with is just self-inflicted, you know? Yeah. It's just, so we bring it on ourselves with these crazy minds we have, you know? Yeah, the minds really do take us on um, some roller coasters. And I'm just going to pause, though, because we did jump right in and just introduce you. This is Anderon, who's joining me today on Zen Mom in the Attic. And uh, thanks for being here today. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you, Mary, for really holding it down and doing such an amazing job, really oh. bringing people up and allowing people to realize that they're not alone in this journey. Yeah, they're not alone. And I, I do feel like our stories are so powerful. And and I did start to record before I introduced you because we got right into some stuff. I, I did want everyone to hear around you becoming a parent. And uh, I know like it's such such rich wisdom that you're already sharing or just realism about yeah. that that journey of being an individual and then being a parent. Yeah, it does so, sort of change your world a bit. Yeah, and, definitely. Yeah. And so I know you've traveled around a bunch. Um, when I first was introduced to you, you were living in Peru and making your way back to the U.S. And, and I know you've um, done a lot of different things on your journey. And I, I hope we can touch upon several of them today as it, as it makes sense. But um, I think the first way I really came to know you was um, through um, Bright Earth Foods, which is a company that I don't know, did you start that or you've worked with them or can you tell us a little bit, I guess, maybe I'm getting a little bit ahead of it. Um, so let me pause, but that's how I think I first learned, learned about you and got introduced to you through Michael and, um, you know, immediately loved our conversation and the realness that you, you bring to your life and to the conversations you have. And so thanks for being here. And I, I do want to touch upon um, a lot of things, but let's just start with the, maybe wherever you want to start about your journey that has led you to really taking people on the road to detox, which is what I think of, um, or, or health. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, brighter foods, just to touch on brighter foods right quick is something that was a passion of mine. It's always been nutrition and, and basically what I would call high octane fuel, uh, high vibrational food, um, staying lean and anti-aging has been my sort of mission since I got old enough to realize what, what was important. I'd have to say that uh, my journey started with my dad. 
I was a freshman in university, just getting ready to start biology and dentistry and thinking I was going to go on to be a professional and, you know, make lots of money and that kind of stuff. And uh, my dad had a quadruple bypass. Um, it was my freshman. Uh, it was my first semester, in fact. And um, yeah, I went down to visit him after he got out of his surgery and uh, he ripped his gown up and uh, he was pretty clear at the time. I was surprised. Actually, he uh, pulled his gown up and he had a catheter in the end of his penis. And he said, if you don't want this to happen to you, you got to do something about it. He's like, like uh, your nutrition and your diet is everything. And, um, you know, I knew this for a long time, but I never really took care of myself. And so it just gave me a real shock kind of thing um, about, you know, the medical and you know, how intense it was. I mean, he had a huge scar from his neck down to his belly, you know, and he was not looking so good. Um, he's since recovered and changed his diet completely, which also is a catalyst in all of it. He got into iridology early on. As soon as he got back from his heart surgery, he uh, threw all the meds in the trash and they weren't working for him. They were making him even worse than he was, <clears throat> and especially with his moods and the way he was treating his wife. And um, I was out of the house by that point, but my mom was, you know, basically fed up with him. So he went a different route and got into herbs and stuff. And that sort of catalyzed my, uh, my thinking. And I really got into, um, you know, in the beginning, got into like blue green algae and spirulina and eating at the health food store and uh, realizing, you know, how important food was and, you know, organic is everything. It's so important, not only for the being for ourselves to be organic, but it's also really important for the earth. And uh, so that was another shift for me was uh, really being more concerned about the greater picture, mm -hmm. um, not just myself, but more concerned about this beautiful planet we live on and, and what our responsibility is here for that. You know, mm -hmm. um, that was a big thing for me. Um, you know, people like I'm going to jump around as we talk, but I've had people all the time who, you know, just relating back to addiction, um, tell me they're not addicted. And I ask them if they drink coffee, you know, and pretty much everybody that's out there that's not paying attention to their health, that's not into longevity is drinking coffee. Some that are, are drinking coffee as well. And that's one of the most addictive substances I've ever found. And it ties back into the mother earth and how, what degradation occurs and what degenerization occurs in the forest and in the Amazon and all these beautiful tropical places where all this coffee grows and all the enslavement that goes with it. Uh, so it's really, um, for me, it was more about the bigger picture, you know, um, it definitely was concerned about my own health, but also the, the, the catalyst for me, the thing that really drives me day to day is, you know, sustainability, you know, what my effect is on the earth, you know, what kind of wake am I dragging, you know, what's the packaging that I'm getting for these products, what, you know, it's not just organic either, it's like there's a lot of organic out there and it's all wrapped in plastic and there's so much, you know, lack of thought with the packaging and sustainability and so all these things tied in together for me and, and that was the beginning of my journey and um, really starting to sh share that with people and getting passionate about it was, you know, not only personally, but also the bigger picture of the earth. That's wonderful. Yeah. And what I, I what I, a couple things come up for me when I think about that journey, which you're really far down the road on. So I'll back up a little bit for, for the people listening. Maybe we can touch on a couple things. And one is when you talk about the organic component, well, first of all, after you shifted your diet, your nutrition 
do you think um I, i'm curious of like how you began to change your inner landscape right um terrain modification perhaps we can call that right do you think yeah. as you began to change your habits you would then like this floodgate of awareness evolved out of that and it just like you kept continuing to upgrade to all these different pieces it became about your health but then it became about something much bigger than that yeah yeah definitely um for me, the, you know, the, the biggest thing going was, um, it's like, a, it's an evolution, you know, you, um, I always say to people, it's with detox, it's with nutrition, it's with life, really, you know, there's no destination here, you're not going to get to some place and like, and it's sort of what the Babylon system throws out there for most people that are caught up in it, you know, it's like, oh, you're going to retire, you know, you're going to, have this career and you're going to work all this time and do all this and save up this money and you're going to get the white picket fence and you're going to retire, you know, and it's just, I just laugh at that. You know, it's like life is, is about evolution and it's about, you know, a journey and we're going to continue to journey until, you know, we, we leave this physical plane. And if we keep evolving and keep upgrading there, it never ends, you know, you just, one plateau to the next and as you go from ore, you know up to silver into gold you know it's like first you got red mud you know and crystals grow in red mud and then you get you know when crystals in red mud around you get gold you know at some point so it's like you from gold you go to platinum you know and it just never stops i mean the there's always more bling to life and there's more uh, evolution to, to the journey. You know, there's no destination here with our nutrition, with our addictions, with our diet, with, you know, our detox, with any of it. It's just, it's, it's a, it's a beautiful, wonderful, uh, journey that we're on, you know? Yeah. It, I, amen to that. Yeah. I'm with you on yeah. that one. Yeah. It is hard though, for a lot of people to make the shift, to get to the place of really even feeling how crappy they feel like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like you, you had a moment with your dad that sort of raised your awareness and I'm not sure how, if that was a, a big shift in your nutrition at that point, or if you were kind of healthy to begin with anyway, and you just began to take a deeper dive on it. But I guess what I'm, I'm looking maybe for you to talk about a little bit is how people can transition. Like sometimes like just erasing your awareness first, to even know that you're tired and you're unhappy enough to think that your nutrition can actually play a role in that. Cause some yeah. people don't, don't see that connection. Yeah. Right? Yeah, totally. Um, well, one, one thing for sure is that, um, non-chemicalized food is going to make a humongous difference. No mm -hmm. question about it. You know, um, what I find with life is that karma plays a large, large part of life. If we're going to continue to not recognize the value of uh, a healthy planet, then that's going to fall over onto our personal, our personal journey as well. For me, uh, as we become more concerned about things around us and become more in servitude for people around us and the planet and the animals and the plants and all that, the more good karma points we get. So the more we're going to be able to uh, benefit from making good decisions like that. For me, um, what I would tell anyone that is in a, in a bit of a predicament, especially with depression or not being able to feel their way or, you know, low energy, 
lack of mental clarity, uh, just down and out kind of, you know, thing is as soon as you shift your diet, as soon as you get off of things like gluten and anything white, one of the first things I tell anybody that's starting their journey is like, get off of all white things. Don't eat anything white anymore. Don't do any white powder. Don't do any white flour. Don't do any white sugar. Don't do any colored white. Eat colors, eat rainbow colors, eat organic. Organic is 10, you know, they say up to 40 times more nutrients in an organic strawberry than a regular strawberry. I mean, obviously it tastes different, you know, 40 heads of broccoli. You can go buy all the cheap broccoli you want. It looks like broccoli, but there's, you know, 40, 40 times less nutrients in that head of broccoli that comes from these Babylonius grocery stores. I mean, for us to support healthy farming, you know, and, and, and local local farms and local farmers and buy direct from local farmers, they're gonna benefit more than us having some broker or middle person that's taken you know, part of the profit out. For me, it's, uh, there's a humongous shift occurs in all individuals when they get on whole food. So I'd say my beginning, you know, bringing it back to my dad, I was already starting to shop at the health food store. I was already starting to understand things, but one of the most powerful things I ever did is start reading. I read a couple of key books. One book was The Power of, of Eating Whole Food and just understanding whole food and not eating. If it comes in a can, a bag, a box, a plastic wrapper, a clamshell, don't get it. You know, find an alternative. Don't put your vegetables in a plastic bag in the produce stand or at the produce part of the store or at a farmer's market when they're not in a plastic bag. Why add plastic to anything? So it's really consciousness. It all comes down to consciousness and consciousness comes from experience and knowledge and reading. And these days people don't read like they used to. When I grew up, we didn't have these goofy devices. We didn't go online and look everything up. You had to go get a book. You had to go to either to the library or, or get it from your parents or your, your grandparents or, you know, friends, we pass books around to each other. We actually read books, you know, we took time to ourselves. The other thing that is really powerful for us to be well is for us to take that time for ourselves, me time. And, and, and reading a book is a great way to do that. Now people plop down on the couch and watch a movie. It's all about watching movies on the TV. And it just, you're just sitting there as a blob on the couch, your drain, your energy's being drained. There's no, there's no, you know, you're just stuck there. You know, you're not flipping the page. You're not interacting with whatever it is that you're dealing with. Uh, the other thing that I highly, highly recommend over everything is getting out and hug a tree, get out and walk in nature, go mm -hmm. by a stream, just listen to the water, stop your mind, listen to the birds, the plants are actually singing and the birds are singing to the plants, you know, go, go get pricked by a blackberry i'm sitting here sitting on the side of the road here while we do this talk and and i'm looking at these blackberries and they're all just waking up and they're going to have tons of fruit on them soon you know and and it's like go get in touch with nature you yeah. know and, and find yeah. yourself and that really for me it's really about nutrition and nature and honor and having respect for something other than you know these stupid things that are thrown in our face in these programs that we're run on you know, that's yeah. for me, that's just the nutshell of like finding ourselves. Yeah. Thank you for, for all that. I feel, um, you know, when I'm really eating clean, you know, and in, in whole foods and close to the earth, 
all those moments that you're talking about, you know, we just begin to have more clarity to notice, right? Once we can yeah. get all those toxins out of our bodies and um, yeah. quiet our minds, you know, and put practices in our life to help us do that. I mean, yeah. I always just feel like there's these little miracles happening every moment. We just, we're too busy that we miss out on them, right? Or we're too congested with um, things that don't serve us well or our environment. So it is beautiful. It is a beautiful journey. I just think sometimes people don't understand how important our nutrition is in that journey. Yeah, you know? it's just, it, it's, there's probably, you know, six pillars in, in a sacred life, you know, and one of the biggest pillars that holds up the roof is the nutrition without yeah. question. Yeah. Yeah. It's foundational and, and really. Yeah. And, and, and they are pillars and, and they're tied to foundations, you know, a foundation and the foundation is not, it's, it's multi-cornered, it's multifaceted. Um, detox is crucial, you know, and it's like when I, when I go to the store and I decide, you know, I'm going to get all this food for this week. Um, I'm, I'm always looking at, okay, so where am I with my body? How do I feel right now? And, you know, what's this food, this raw spinach going to do for me, as opposed to this, uh, chard that I'm probably going to steam, you know, or, or this broccoli or this cauliflower, I'm always looking at my foods and especially when I'm ready to, to prepare the food or eat the food, it's like, what's the benefit of the food is the food's going to, is there, is this a detoxing food? Is this food going to tonify? Is this food going to help me out with my energy? Is this, you know, is, is it a nighttime meal? Is it a morning meal in the morning? You know, it's, way more important for us to get energy from our food and and in the middle of the day and then towards the end of the day it's much more beneficial for our food to be nourishing for us and tonifying and very easily digestible yeah. you know um so for me it's just really important for us to make good decisions around the food food is by far the number one most important thing that we do day to day. Most people eat three times a day. I eat a big superfood smoothie in the morning, which usually lasts me because I make plenty of it and I have a, a surplus of it through the middle of the day. But I'm eating like one made, main sit down meal a day. Yeah. You know, and and that's usually later in the day. And if I need more energy, I, I get it. If I'm out doing exercise or snowboarding or mountain biking or whatever, I make sure I'm supplementing myself. I always make sure I have plenty of, of fuel to burn. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, it's like, it's really important for us to know what food, uh, you know, what the food's doing for us. I mean, food can drag you down. There's heavy duty foods, you know, any kind of processed foods, especially gluten laden foods and mucus forming foods, which would be all your breads and pasta and flours and cheeses and dairy products and all that kind of stuff. They drag us down. They, they throw fat on us and cholesterol in us and they clog up our intestines. And so foods that are, that move through us and are fibrous and, you know, whole and juicy and, you know, full of enzymes. It's really all about the enzymes. You know, mm -hmm. the enzymes are the catalyst for us to stay vital. And for anybody that's, that's struggling with, depression or uh addiction or all these things slice open a big fat juicy organic orange and tell me that's not going to set you free i mean what's more what's more satisfying and and liberating than than having a super amazing you know fresh slice of orange you know or eating the whole orange and just making that 
your your deal like right in the now you're just slice that whole thing up take your time you're doing nothing else you're not looking at your phone you're not reading a book you're doing nothing you're concentrating on what you're is in front of you and that's another thing that's really important that comes up for me is it's so crucial for us to pay attention to our nutrition in the moment you know like if we decide to have that orange and that's what we're doing we're not caught up in something else we're not trying to you know, do three or four different things. We're focused on that because that's the most important thing for us in that moment is our nutrition. Yeah. Well, any moment really just present moment awareness, right? Being being there to live that moment in the richness of it. I love, I love how you talk about, um, you know, really your view on, on your nutrition and how it fuels and feeds and restores your body. And I just think that's new language that, um, I know I talk to my grandkids about, I don't know if I talk to my adult, I don't know that I talk to my adult children that way, but I do now, like, and just for us to begin to educate and understand, you know, all those pieces that you just shared. I mean, I think that's, it's such, it's, it's such a, um, sacredness really, um, connection to our nutrition that we haven't had historically. I mean, maybe way back in time, they were more in tune with it, but we went through all of our industrial, you know, era and all our fast foods and everything. And people got so disconnected. So I, I just love that you're sharing that in such an intimate way. I think um, it gives us people listening, this an idea to begin to think about what you're eating in a very different way, more away from that craving sort of, I was just talking to my, to Ella, she's nine. And I was, oh, I forget what I was, maybe I was making a smoothie. I can't remember what I was making. And she's, I said, well, do you like it? She goes, well, it's pretty good. And I said, well, you know, it's not, it's good to have it taste good. I said, but do you know how packed that is with energy and, you know, light little, it's going to light you up inside, you know? And I think just to begin to think of our relationship in that way with food, which I, I know your child will grow up with. So that's great. And you're sharing that. And I think that that's, that's a huge shift right there for so many, but incredibly Definitely. powerful. So crucial. Yeah. It's, you know, it's funny that you bring up the taste thing, you know, obviously we're all fessy kids, you know, it's, it's about color and it's about taste, you know? Um, but you know what, not all things are meant to taste good. And yeah. there's a lot of plants and a lot of nutrients out there that, you know, we grow to like the taste of them, but initially we not, might not like the taste of them, you know, seaweeds are amazing. And, uh, blue green algaes and all these different things that are so vital for us. And like you're talking about the smoothie. I mean, I, I try to make the smoothies taste good, but every once in a while you get one that doesn't, especially if yes. I put too much privilege in it or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it's really about what's in it and what's it, what's it's going to do for you. And just to jump back just a minute, uh, cause you had said something that really touched me and that was you know, the way we look at things as far as it, their sacredness, you know, every little thing in life um, and food is a big one. They're all treasures, you know, and as we start looking at this and I think, you know, having a, a six month old baby prince and, and, and at this stage in life, being 57 years young and, and having a baby boy, you know, come into my life like this. And it just brings so much back of how precious the moment is. And, you know, uh, for those of us struggling with with whether it's a coffee addiction or a heroin addiction or depression or whatever it is, 
you know, as soon as we get out of our bullshit and get out of our head and this woe unto me and the blame game and the victimization and all this, and we start looking at these every breath we take and, you know, like getting some practice going, you know, getting the thing where we go out in nature every day and go for a walk. If you're, if you're overweight and you can't handle, you know, going for a bike ride or going for a big hike, just start where you, where you're at, you know, just start where you can get out and, and start walking every day. And, you know, the first day you might not walk a quarter of a mile. And then, you know, as you get your practice on, whether you're doing yoga and you can't even touch your toes or whether you're, you know, decide you're going to start hiking out in the woods, you know, it's just do something and get involved and, and have that, that, uh, you know, that respect and that treasure for every moment in these sacred times we have life is so short. I mean, it's ridiculous how fast things have, have sped up on us. I mean, the days and the weeks go by so quick now it's insane. And so much stimulation and so much bullshit going on in the world and the politics and all the goofiness that's going on. You know, it's like, let's get back to the reels. Let's get back to the moment and being happy and, and respectful and, and having gratitude. Gratitude is probably the number one thing on this planet that, that will bring any human being back to their center. You know, it's like, I I ask my partner a lot of times, you know, especially if we get in a place where we're not comfortable or whatever's going on, you know, maybe we're not, we're not clicking. And it's just like, tell me three things you're grateful for Mm -hmm. right now. You know, what are you grateful for? You know, whether, you know, she, she might have a complaint about this or that, you know, and, and, and that's perpetuates, you know, it's easy for us to get into that place where we're like, oh, you know, life sucks kind of thing, you know, or this food's cold or whatever it might be, you know, this, this orange isn't, doesn't taste as good as the last one. You know, it's just like, where's the gratitude, you know, and the gratitude really brings us back and, and just having that, that uh, just looking at life as a treasure, you know, and every moment as a treasure and every breast a treasure and, and having that up, utmost respect and gratitude for yeah. things. We just, my last guest, we talked about how our, our, the neuroscience behind that and the physiology behind that, right? And that when we get in these negative thought patterns, you know, we just keep those neural pathways. We keep making them stronger and stronger. But when we can flip it, like we change our thought, we can change our life in a minute, you know? Yeah. And so, so, you know, it's kind of just like, what do we, it's not just what we have on our plate, but what are, what are we taking with all of our senses, right? And what are we- yeah. What are we trying to do? And like, again, back to the sacredness, like we, this whole idea of self-love and just really getting back to, you know, our, you know, the essence of who we are, which is really unconditional love, right? And these things around nutrition, around gratitude, around walking in nature, you know, all those things and the relationship, you know, that choice, that choice that we have, that's our superpower, right? All that, you know, bullshit, as you said, that's going on in the world. It's going on and it's, it's up to us though, how we choose to be with it. And that's what, no matter what anyone that's listening is going through, like everybody's got their story of struggle, everybody, you know, but this, what we're talking about, this is something you can choose to do for yourself. And so that you can engage in this life as, you know, the most beautiful, you know, truest version of it for, for you. And nutrition is just such a, a beautiful um, way to, get in touch with yourself, with your intuition, you know, and because we have, right. We agree. We have everything we need in us to be well, right. We just have to get all the other bullshit out, right. We got to cleanse. We got to find the light and and find our way in. 
So thank, thank you for like, you're living it. That's, I mean, I just, I love it. You're such a great example of just, just living that journey. Yeah. One thing I'd like to add, you know, just cause people do want to know some nuts and bolts about stuff, you know, and, yeah. and I'm also available. So anybody that is listening to this and wants to get in touch, feel free. I'm, I'm a open source, you know, and I'm here to help and, and be of servitude. And uh, yeah, one thing for me is, is basically the body, there's not anything on this planet that can't be fixed. There's not anything inside of us, whether it's dis-ease or struggle or addiction or depression, whatever it is, it can't, there's, there's the cool thing about it's never too late. The cool thing about us being in this plane is magical is like, we can fix anything in, in any moment. It's really, like you said a minute ago, it's really about positive linguistics it's about our verbiage how do we speak to ourselves you know if if i say oh it's going to be really hard for me to do something guess what it's going to be really hard for me to do it <laughs> if i tell myself that oh i can do this i've got this you know yeah maybe it's going to be a mountain climb but you know i've climbed a lot of mountains and when you get to the top it sure is worth it every single time i get to the top of the mountain no matter how hard it is to get up there once i get up there i forgot all of it it might take hours and hours to get up there to the top of that hill but as soon as i put my snowboard on to go back down that hill uh speaking of the winter because we're in the winter here in oregon now um you know it's just like wow you know and, and you got three or four or five hours to get up to the top of the mountain and you got 30 minutes if you're lucky to get down you know and it's the, the ride down is short but it sure is sweet yeah. you know so <laughs> we have to, we have to put up as as humans and being in this magical plane there's nothing here for free there's nobody's going to pave the way for you nobody's going to do this for you mary can't do it for you i can't do it for you you have to do it for yourself and that's what this is all about so when we realize that and we start to look at um, the things that matter to make the difference, to make the flip, to do the change is to get the body clean. You know, we, the first thing is we shift our nutrition and we get into organic food and we get into eating whole foods and juicy fruits and juicy vegetables and just really sticking with life, things that have life and vitality. The next thing that we focus on once we get our palate under, under order and they come hand in hand is detox. We clean our body. Our body is nothing more than a series of filters, including our skin. Our skin is the largest filter we have. So if we look at it that way, all we really need to do is either clean the filter out or change the filters, whatever the filter might be. There's, you know, so many different things you can do to clean your filter system. So all this stuff we can talk about or you know, if somebody's really interested in that, they can hit us up and we can help them and we can guide them personally through that. The key is education, experience and knowledge. So for us as individuals is we get out there. There's plenty of knowledge out there. There's plenty of people that are experienced and there's plenty of uh, experience, you know, that you can have personally. So you just basically start to educate yourself about cleaning the filter. The first filter to clean out is our intestinal tract, our digestive system our stomach, when we start to do this and we change our diet, and that's all diet related normally, is our palate starts to come back. So as we get off of these processed foods and these foods that have got us overweight and depressed and low energy and low mental clarity, 
then we'll start to wake up and we'll start to have these realizations and we'll have these breakthroughs as as people would call them where you start having some epiphanies about things and it all basically comes from getting the garbage out of our system so our intestinal tract is nothing but a catch it's like a walking compost so basically we want to clean out that digestive system from the from the mouth to the anus you know and and the, the most vital way to do that, that is bringing oxygen in you know bringing in uh life in enzymes and bringing things in that are going to start to let the uh, the plaque and all the old debris and everything in the intestines to release and so that's the, the initial step of of wellness and and feeling good in your skin is to to get our bodies cleaned out awesome yeah and you have some different protocols i know that you walk through with people or can recommend and guide people through right yeah, most definitely. I mean, the, the first thing that comes to mind and the easiest thing for somebody just getting started is to do uh, this Zen cleanse yeah. um, that you're familiar with as well, Mary. Yeah. And it's basically an enzyme flush. Yeah. And it actually allows the body to release all this garbage and parasites and mucoid plaque and biofilm layer and all this stuff that's caught up inside of us. And it's normal. So for someone that's sitting there going, oh, my God, I got parasites. That's crazy. We all do. Welcome to the game. Every living creature on this planet has parasites. Parasites are a part of biology. They're a part of the ecosystem. It's what makes the stream healthy. It's what makes our body healthy. Basically, our bodies, half our body from our waist down is a earth body. The upper part of our body from our waist up is a spiritual body or a heavenly body. So we have a walking earth body, which is the lower digestive system. We wanna keep that nice and clean, fortified and enriched with friendly bacterias. And then the upper part of our body, we wanna do things like being in nature, yoga, breath work, these things that bring our spirit up and to investigate further uh, spiritualism other than what we were told. Because I was raised in the South um, we, I was told about one particular religion. And for me, I'm not a religious person. My religion is the mother earth. My religion is the spirit world in the plants and the spirit of, of all the plants and, and the magic that's available. You know, for me, um, I've been, you know, all over the world, I've seen lots of different religions and been part of a lot of different religions. Now I love certain ways that certain religions move, but what I've found that as I investigate uh, multiple facets of the way people look at spiritualism that I see that, oh, wow, I'm all of it. I'm not just one. Mm, I find uh -huh. a little bit of nuggets in all of it, yeah. you know? So yeah. for me, it, and, and the way we started this conversation, basically it all boils down to love. If you look at religions of the world or spiritualism, it's really all about love, yeah. you know? And so as we love each other and support each other and are there for each other, and we're there for our mother earth and we're there, you know, as a collective, then our spirit rises. Spirit rises on its own. It's not something like, I mean, I have people a lot of times, oh, I'm, you know, I'm so healthy and I'm so spiritual and I've got a yoga practice, blah, blah. That doesn't mean shit to me. That means nothing, you know? <laughs> Basically, what matters with your spirit is how you move with your spirit and how you move with other people and how you support other people and how you're here to serve other people and what are you doing to be sustainable and what are you doing to be, you know, a part of the, the positivity of our mother earth and, and protecting her and guiding her and allowing her to do the same for you. Yeah. So for me, it's, uh, it's really about getting clear with the basic foundations and the fundamentals of 
of life, you know, which is those pillars of life, which is exercise, is nutrition, it's detox, you know, it's a, it's having a spiritual practice, you know, it's, it's blessing people up, it's being of servitude, you know, so there's, yeah. there's these pillars that I really live by and that, that ring true for me. Yeah, that's, that's wonderful. Thank you for sharing all that. I, um, you know, I, I think it comes back to like, we're just souls doing this human journey, right? And how do we keep that humanness a little bit like the suffering a little bit less, maybe the joy a little bit higher. And so we can really stay in, in touch with what, what are we here to do? What is our soul's work? Right. And it is, totally, yeah. it is that whole idea, idea, which honestly the current state of our world, I hope has brought us it or is bringing us closer to a deeper sense of community and connection, you know, through that suffering. Yeah. Um, I have seen it slow a lot of people down and that's why I think this is going to be really meaningful for a lot of people that are, feeling the discomfort, whether it's just about their life's changed, but it's also being with themselves a little bit more. And I think just a lot of people yeah. are ready for a change. So I also just want to share, I did, the, I've done the Zen cleanse a couple times. It's amazing. Like, um, yeah. you know, I, I eat a pretty clean diet and I, I do cleansing enemas and I did the Zen cleanse. And, um, first of all, it's not like, um, you know, it didn't send me run into the bathroom, right? It kind of sits in you and does its magic for a little bit. But yeah. when, when you do release, I like look like I was losing what my intestine, you know, it, yeah. it's, it's pretty interesting. And, and now, and then afterwards, I just felt, um, you know, I just felt all sparkly inside, oh. <laughs> you know, you're just, it's like, uh, you begin to look at the world in a fresh lens with, with hope, you know, yeah. with a new sense of hope. And, um, so I, I do, for people listening, um, we'll definitely have resources listed, but um, I would recommend it. And I know I went, uh, the people in my circle too, were just like, wow, you know, what's going on? You know, I think people noticed a difference in me. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it just was, and I, I, I was, I felt like clean, clear and bright. I felt yeah. like more, more in touch with my intuition and my like clarity of, you know, my service and and you do, you become, it's like that upgrading, like you get another level deeper in connection. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What I found what I found for myself with this Zen cleanse, and as far as, uh, just so people, we can bring you up to speed, the Zen cleanse is basically a three-year brewed um, Chinese, ancient Chinese recipes. They're brewing fruits and vegetables and Chinese herbs for three years. They're playing Kama Sutra music on loudspeakers to it. It's uh, multi-generational brewers that were originally in China. Now they're in Taiwan. It's really big in Taiwan, huge in Taiwan. And some of the healthiest people on the planet that I've ever met are, are Asian people, especially people in Taiwan. Um, the Zen cleanse is a one-day cleanse, 12 hours, rocks your world. It's so amazing. It tastes so good. It brings your vibration up so high. Um, from the point that you start drinking the very first enzymes and taking the first enzymes of that day on, these enzymes are with you. They bring so much positivity, so much clarity, mental, uh, just uh, gratitude. It's just amazing. Like uh, my partner and I, we did this cleanse together and it's a 12 hour cycle. So you're with that, you know, if you do it with somebody else, I highly recommend it's really fun to do with other people. Um, do it by yourself is just as well. 
But what I found was like, we got into some really deeper conversations. You know, we were sitting at the same table for 12 hours. There are some breaks in it. It's basically very tasty. It's very easy to do. And the, the effect that it has and the releases that you have are profound. Um, I've been detoxing since 1996. I've done 58 liver flushes in my life. Um, you know, detox is a, is, is a staple in my life. And basically what I found with the Zen cleanse was, you know, not only was it easy, but it perpetuated in it. Like you said, just a minute ago, Mary, it takes you to another level. It's like every time you do one, you do another upgrade and it's, it's like sparkly inside. It releases um, things that I never could get out before. It basically enzymes are the catalyst to pretty much everything that occurs in the body. So it allows other things to do their business and do their works. Um, it, uh, it allows other things to, uh, to connect. Um, so what I found was it, it released like things that if you could imagine things that blow in the wind and things that float in the water, if you look at a stream and you see all these floaties in the water and they're attached, they've been attached to these branches or the dirt or whatever they're attached to in the stream for a long, long time. And that's basically what our digestive system looks like. All the time, things are streaming through our digestive system. So what the enzymes did when they go in the body or what they do is they allow these things to release. So you're releasing these, these parasites mainly and biofilm stuff and mucus things and mucoid plaque stuff that's been attached and holding on and draining our energy and draining our nutrients for God knows how long. And they release out and they come out easy. Like you'll get off the toilet yeah. and you're like, wow, did I even move anything? And you actually have to go get a stick or get something you can dip in the toilet with because it doesn't look any different than well it can some but if you don't look close it doesn't look that much different than a normal movement but if you go picking it up and you look at it, it's like oh my god what is this thing and it looks like yeah. some piece of kelp that came out of me or something <laughs> yeah, you know so it yeah. allows a release gentle release of yeah. all these things that have been clung on inside of us forever yeah. you know so that's one benefit to this in cleanse um there is a lot of other products that this company has just so you know, uh, as as people listening to this, we are purveyors of this. Mary and I both are backing these products 100%. You come to us, we're going to get you the best price. You can go find Zen Cleanse online. They're shipping out of Taiwan. I don't recommend it. We're here to support everybody in this. Um, we're, we're very knowledgeable in it. I'm two years into the Zen Cleanse products now. They have these uh, dehydrated pills that go along with the cleanse. You take those daily. They've got these brews that you can take daily. They have a liver flush. So there's a whole protocol there. You start off doing the pills, the dehydrated enzyme pills. You do the Zen cleanse. Um, a few days later or even weeks later, you can do the liver flush. You can go back and do the Zen cleanse. There's like a, they recommend about a month between the cleanses as far as the Zen cleanses go. Um, but you can continue to do these, especially if you're impacted, especially if you're getting good results from it. Um, so yeah, these, these it's in it. as far as a place to start, the Zen Cleanse products are the way to go. They're easy. They taste good. They don't send, you know, you don't have any uh, bathroom emergencies. Everything's really timely and simple and they bring your vibe up really high. Yeah, definitely. And I do recommend a little support for the people listening because 
um, you supported me through it. And, and it there is some pre and post um, protocols that I think are important to follow to really just ride out the value of that yeah. cleanse for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, especially if you're going from like a standard American diet and you're trying to make a, a change. Uh, this is a great way because it detaches some of those cravings and, you know, it's just a, a nice breaking off point, you know, to begin again. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, nothing more easy than taking a, you know, a, a pressy kind of dehydrated pill. They're basically chewables. Um, they're delicious. And you start off with those and you, yeah, and they're delicious and you immediately, it, you start to move things out and you start to feel clarity. And as far as addiction goes, whether it's coffee or any of these other addictions, um, it's the easiest thing to kick once you start putting some things in that bring up your vibe and start to cut, like you were talking about just a second ago, starts to cut these, these food addictions and these mood swings and energy drops and energy ups and downs, you know, and anytime we can do things that actually are easy and benefit us this greatly, it's just, it, it's a no brainer. I mean, it's so yeah. simple. So it's also the other thing to throw out there is very affordable. It's yeah. not like a lot of these cleanses. I mean, I have an eight day protocol that's very intensive, you know, two enemas a day for six days, the liver flush at the end, you know, it's a thousand dollar detox. Um, especially if it's a private, you know, when we do groups, it's a little more affordable and we love to do groups as well. And we can pull groups together. If it turns out anybody that's listening to this wants to pull a group together. I love doing groups. We do up to 13 people at a time. We can do them anywhere in the world. Um, we're a little grounded now, uh, somewhat grounded, but anyway, um, yeah, it's just one of those things where, um, the support is crucial. Uh, the, the vitality of the, of the detox with the Zenclins products is really good and it's easy, you know, yeah. it's simple. It's, it's so, so easy. Yeah. So just, um, so just to be clear, like the Zen cleanse could come with some, some coaching online or, you know, virtually, um, oh, but, I, but from a, like a more of a, a comprehensive retreat type of, um, offering that went over, uh, several days. It sounds like you have a few different offerings, but I imagine that comes with some wraparound support. Like, because sometimes we do these things and we move the dial a little bit. It's just like somebody going to rehab and coming out, but not having yeah. an exit plan. Right. And so you yeah. begin to bring in some different practices along with the detox, right. Definitely. So that you can integrate back into life and be successful, right? Because who wants to go through all that and just end up where you started from after? Yeah, right? totally. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to speak to that just a little bit. Um, yeah, there. I mean, for people that are serious about wanting to get their life cleaned up and, you know, flip the page and really get moving, um, we're, we're all about it. You know, that's one of our biggest things. I mean, I, as you mentioned, the beginning of our talk, uh, I've been living in Peru the last 12 years. We have a detox healing retreat center down there. I've done, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people with the groups and just amazing response that's occurred. And it, it all basically is, it all boils down to having a, a good foundation to start with. So we do an eight day detox. The eight day detox includes learning how to be your best raw food chef, how to be, you know, know all the superfoods, uh, how to be your best healer, which comes from the protocol, you know, the, the, the seven days of protocol, basically the seventh day is a liver flush in the night of the seventh day, we lead up to that with a full body cleanse, you know, doing enemas, doing oxymag, uh, eating living food the whole time, exercising, getting out in nature, a yoga practice, a meditation practice. So all these things sort of build a foundation for the individual. So when you do come out, you're already rolling. 
you know, you wake up in the morning, you do your oxymag and Kamu Kamu, you do your yoga and, and meditation, you go right into doing your enemas, you know, and you start to do this as a daily practice for yourself. You know, granted, you're not going to do this every single day the rest of your life. But, you know, when you get out, you go for a second liver flush, you continue the protocol. So you have it down, you know how to do it yourself. You feel comfortable with the things that you've learned through the through the detox group. And you you continue to perpetuate forward with with the nutrition and the and the dietary changes that have occurred. And there's no looking back. There's not, yeah. you don't slip back, you know, uh, coming out of rehab, you know, rehab is, I've never found a rehab that works. In fact, tying into rehab, you want to talk to re about rehab, rehab would be doing a lot of psychedelics and eating mushrooms and doing things so you can actually cleanse the mind. You know, that's the only kind of rehab I can think of going and doing like a methadone to cover up a heroin addiction or going to try and get off a of coffee with, you know, uh, whatever, taking caffeine pills. I don't know what people do for rehab on coffee, but, you know, the whole world's addicted to coffee and, and all these other stimulants and substances that, you know, that are legal uh, for you, but are, you know, just degradating or just destroying the body with, you know, the depletion of minerals and the uh, dehydration factor of the cellular network just super crucial to have, you know, to have the, that, that foundation and, and have that basic nutrition and, and, and all the understanding to go with it. So when you come out, you're, you're, you're moving forward. You're not, you're not stuck. You don't know where you're not looking around to like, Oh, what do I do next? You know what to do because you've got the protocol and you, you understand it. Right. You've yeah. lived it. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's really, um, I mean, it's gotta be life-changing for people and you know, they're, you are giving them a protocol, like an intention to start their day with, even if they're not doing liver flushes every day, you know, you're setting up these practices that set them up to be intentional, right? Yeah, As they definitely. Move through. Um, and that's, I think that's so important for a sustainable change, right? Definitely. And any way to break through, I mean, breaking through uh, our limits and our, and our walls that we build around ourselves, the way to break through that stuff is to, is to have, positive momentum and have have a positive plan you know and for us to do and you, you can do a private detox i mean granted people that have more addictive challenges um they need some more hands-on support and more guided support and that's available as well um some people can some people have more will than others you know yeah. some people are born with will i mean when you look at human design some of of us are 100% will factor and the others of us are 100% splenic, which would be, you know, more of a higher immune system and a better chance of having fear. You know, fear is a real thing. Fear is about feeling excited and ready. So when we feel fear or scared from things, we take a look at that and we use that energy in a positive way and focus on what it is our intention is and what it is we want from something and recognizing what's going on around us feeling excited and ready is an acronym for fear. And basically when we flip that and it comes back into love and that's what's going on now in the world, you know, it's like you either have fear or you have love. And so when we have love and servitude and gratitude, then it just, it mashes the fear. It's the fear doesn't have a chance, you know? So it's really just being aware of our, our fears and, and things that we're afraid of and, and riding them and using them to our benefit, you know? So for me, it's really important for us to, to focus our energy where we want it to go, not where we don't want it to go. 
Right on. I love that feeling excited and ready. Yeah, that's for fear. I hope you all caught that. That's <laughs> I love that because so often, and I've, I've read some studies done on stress too. It's often the relationship we have with those emotions, right? That um, they, they're not always detrimental to our health, only if we think they are, right? Exactly. <laughs> right? Positive, positive linguistics is the key. Yeah, you know? I love How that. we speak to ourselves is the number one place that's where we start in all our detox groups. We sit in the morning, the very first morning, you know, we gather in a circle, we drink pu'er tea, and I just listen to everybody talk. I let everybody talk. We pass around the, you know, the, the crystal and everybody gets a chance to talk and we just go round and round and I can pick it up from people in two seconds. As soon as they start blah, blah, blah. And you can tell where they're at with their, with their whole trip because yeah. of how they speak with themselves. So it's really important for us to speak positively to ourselves and also to attract to ourselves what we want. So as we speak into what it is we want, we're attracting that to ourselves. It's the law of attraction. So most people on this planet speak to themselves of what they don't want. They're always talking about their fears. They're always talking about what it is they don't want or their victimization or their blaming. And that all just draws the energy right back to the being. So the most important thing for us is to focus on what we truly want, what we want to gain from something, what we want to benefit from something, what we want to do is servitude or gratitude. And we bring that energy into positivity, which comes back to us. And we yeah. basically attract to ourselves what it is we want. Right. Laws of attraction, right? Yeah. yeah I love that. Thank you. Okay. So I want to take a minute and I want to let's, I want to talk a little more about addiction. Okay. Okay. Um, just cause I think, you know, we have some listeners out there that either struggle themselves or, or a lot that walk beside someone that's struggling. Right. Yeah. And you and I had a conversation not too long ago. Anderon agreed to get on the phone with Caitlin and I, except I showed up and Caitlin didn't, <laughs> right? To do a, like a little deeper dive because she's tried the traditional rehabs, not working. You know, she's she's not doing the work really is what's happening. But, you know, that was that was a difficult conversation for me. Um, and, I, and I got to appreciate in you um, the ability to carry people through and to just be real and raw about the yeah. journey. And, yeah. and the reason I'm, I'm sharing this with you all is that I think it's important. I know a lot of you have someone you love that's struggling and you think you can hold their hand to the other side. Right. Um, and I, I haven't yet met anyone that family, first of all, has actually gotten them to the other side. No. And, um, and I, and, and when I showed up that day, I felt, um, and she did not, um, you know, there was a, a bit of shame for sure, because I've been through this journey on this journey a long time with her, but yet again, yet again, I set something up for her to show up to and she didn't. Right. It's like egg in the face kind of feeling. And I know that there's other people out there that have done this, um, tried to put everything lined, everything right up for that person that you love for it to work out, but only they can get themselves to the other side, right? Only they can, I mean, Caitlin, if she wants help from Anderon, she needs to reach out to him. Like I cannot be that pivot person and, and, and any other resources she has available to her. And that's the same, same for you. Like if you, if you love them and you, um, can hold space to forgive and to hold hope. That's about all we can do. <laughs> so I just wanted to put that out there. Um, 
to, to the people listening. And it's a fine line between um, enabling and, and really helping. So just be mindful of that. But really that's, I just wanted, I wanted to say that, um, but also in that conversation and just in general and talking to you about addiction, you just had some real, you know, realness about it. And I just, and, and I, I, so I'm curious, I, I'd love for you to share your wisdom around that and what you've witnessed in your journey. And also um, some ways you think that, it, like what you would have talked to Caitlin about, what you think an option for someone that's really ready. Like you said to me, if somebody's really ready, if they come to me and they say they want to do this, I'll sit on them till they get to the other side. So talk to me about that. Well, um, yeah, it's interesting. Um, I don't really know where to start with it. Um, it's a, it's a heavy load, you know, um, just to speak into what you were just talking about as far as your own personal journey with your own daughter. Um, you know, it's interesting because I mean, all of us that are involved in detox and nutrition and high vibration and knowing how good you feel in your skin and how magical the day is and how wonderful this planet is and how many gifts we have. We want to share that with our friends and family, especially with our family, you know, and as much as we might want it for them, man, it's just like, come on, don't you get it? Like you're miserable, you know? I can help you. I've got, these are simple things you can do to change your life and your life will be magical like mine and you won't have to be envious, you know, <laughs> and they don't get it, you yeah. know, and it's just like, come on, all you have to do is go to the healthy store and start eating organic food. That's the beginning, you know, and like, oh, well, it's too expensive. Oh, well, I mean, they come up with all these things, you know, and everybody, all of us, including me, can come up with an excuse why I don't want to do something. You know, or why it doesn't work or, oh, that guy's a jerk or whatever, you know. So as much as we might, as bad as we might, or as good as we might want it for somebody, we yeah. can't get it for them. Yeah. You know, it's the old saying, you know, we can show them the water, but we surely can't make them drink it. Right. You know, and it's like, don't beat yourself up. You know, yeah. I, really the biggest thing for me, it's like, you know, a lot of times, as soon as we let go of something like that and we lead by example and we continue to smile and share the love and have so much positivity it's contagious you know and it's like all of a sudden people start flipping you know someone will start flipping around you you know and they're just like uh and they'll ask you that key question or you know be like just a little bit of curiosity and just because we left them alone and and we just do our thing you know they, they come around. I mean, that's the soft way to do it. Um, and then the other way to do it is trying to drag them, drag them into it, you know, and um, I've given up on that other way. I mean, trying to drag people through it and I'm not here to push or pull or convince or talk somebody into how important it is for them to detox their bodies, you know, or how important it is for them to take their mask off. It's like, come on people. It's like, are you going to wear this mask for the next year? you know, or you're going to wear it the rest of your life. It's like, come on, just take it off. It's like, come on, just detox, do something simple. Just changing food choices will detox you, you know, go from, go from eating iceberg lettuce to raw spinach and watch what happens. You know, there's just these small little shifts we can do. Um, and then getting back to the addictive thing, 
you know, for me, it's like, <clears throat> we're just covering something up. You know, we're just hiding something. We're, we all have trauma. We've all had our challenges from our first, you know, one to six years of our life, you know, get over it. You know, it's just like, okay, so I'm giving my, myself an excuse to, to go be on heroin, or I'm giving myself an excuse to, to go, you know, pop pills or, uh, to be abusing marijuana or whatever it might be, you know, it's basically, we're just giving ourselves an excuse through our traumas. And it's really, for me, it's about us doing the physical work, getting a spiritual practice of some kind. And it doesn't have to be, you know, one that I think is good for you. It's one that you think is good for you, you know, um, something that's healthy and beneficial for us. I mean, it's really about doing things different. If we add one plus one, we're going to get two. If we try to get one plus one to equal three, it's not going to happen. So we've got to put in some other kind of influence. Some We got to interject something else. So for us to start adding new things in, you know, no matter what it might be, you know, it's the, the, the trauma part. If you ask me, there's several ways that I've gone about uh, sort of clearing my psyche and helping myself out. I mean, I had a pretty good childhood, so I don't feel like I had any kind of crazy, you know, parent thing going on or anything like that. I had a pretty, pretty solid home that I grew up in. At the same time, trauma can be left in the crib alone and you're crying for the night or, you know, your mom and dad went out of town and you were left with a babysitter and it was traumatizing for you. Trauma is trauma. So for us to deal with that, one way I did it, and I'm highly believe in psychedelics. I believe that psychedelics are an amazing clear of our psyche and go figure the name psychedelic, you know? So for us to do things that help us for the different parts of our body, cleansing our physical body, you have to do, it helps to do physical things to clean the body. Well, if we're going to clean our psyche, then we should probably use the things that work for our psyche. So for there's the addiction thing is very interesting because there's a lot of facets to it. It's not just a physical craving and the physical craving is the biggest part of it. When you're in the addiction, when you're addicted to coffee or cheese, try to take that away from somebody They're They're not going to give it to you. You know, they're going to fight for it. So we need to take a look at what it is that the coffee's doing, what it is that the, the addictive substance is doing for us or to us and see if we can break that cycle. So for me, it's like cleansing on a spiritual level, cleansing on a, on a you know, psychologically and cleansing on a physical. So mm-hmm. those things sort of figure in together for me. Um, I've sort of gone off on a tangent a little bit, but there's, it's, it's no different than, than just doing a regular detox. You know, detox is an interesting word. Um, a lot of people, I say detox, I'm like, well, I don't have a drug addiction. I don't need to detox. And it's like, well, actually you do. Um, you're addicted to all kinds of things. Majority of people, I'm, I, in fact, I don't know anybody that's not addicted. You know, you're addicted to something. I'm addicted to superfoods. I'm addicted to tasty organic food. You know, I'm addicted to being in the kitchen. I love, love to be, you know, around the kitchen. So I have addictions as well. And so it's really important for us to recognize these things, to work on them in the department that they're in, whether it's the psyche, whether it's the physical, or whether it's, you know, the mental and the, all the, the things that go, the spiritual and the, 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 all the things that tie in together with it. Yeah. I hear you. That's great. Thank you. I, um, I do 
think detox triggers that the word detox triggers that in a lot of people. But again, I think it's how it's about the language and how, how we relate to it. But that is interesting. Thanks for sharing the piece about psychedelics. I, I have not experienced it myself, but I've read a lot about it and helping with that. I don't know if ayahuasca falls in that category, but I've heard that oh, that's definitely. been really successful in helping people with addiction. With yeah, definitely. Yeah. All the plants, all the, yeah. Yeah. all the entheogenic plants um, figure into that. Uh, ayahuasca is highly overrated and it's uh, basically spiritual trafficking at this point because it's such a money game. Uh-huh. Um, but, but there is, you know, living in Peru for 12 years, there are good people down there that are practicing good medicine, good medicine practices. And it's not based in the financial side of it. It's gone wild at this point. I mean, these guys that are used to basically just being the plant guys in the community, never even held money, didn't deal with money, are now the richest guys in, you know, some of these communities, uh, because of this whole craze. Um, Internet shamanism is not where it's at by any stretch. Um, but now that it's gotten out there to the world and the Peruvians and the Brazilians and the Colombians have really on a mission, the shamans to get it out to the world, they actually, I mean, you could pretty much any corner of this planet, especially North America, you can find a place to go do ayahuasca in a wholesome, uh, safe, uh, you know, container, a nice place to be able to do it. There's, it's definitely very spiritual and sacred and people are holding that together and, you know, in the majority sense of it. Um, obviously you got, you know, you got your challenges. You all always want to know who you're going to be drinking medicine with, um, and know, know the people that you are going to drink with as well. Cause you're sharing in a very deep, uh, etheric space with these people, whoever they might be. And also with the person serving the medicine. Um, there's a lot of psychedelics out there. There's a lot of plants that do, uh, cleansing, uh, mental and spiritual and <clears throat> take us, you know, to different places and different levels. And these are all things that, um, you know, ties back into, if you want to know how to change the tire on the car, then you better get the tools out and jack the car up and pull the tire off, you know? So for me, it's like, if you want to know something, start to educate yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't have to reinvent the wheel on this planet everything's already known that's under the sun. Everything's already been done. There's, you know, uh, thousands of people that can help us, whatever we choose to do that we can find help. We can find people that have knowledge and experience, and we can also go get it on our own. So it's like you and I, Mary are here to support anybody that comes in contact with this interview. Um, feel free to reach out for me. I'm available and I'm here to guide people in any way I can and be of servitude in the highest way I can. You're awesome. Thank you so much, Andrew. And we'll definitely have uh, a link to um, how people can get in touch with you in our, in our show notes. Um, Yeah. Get my email up. If you don't mind, Um, I'm going to bounce out of here sooner than later. So my cell phone number is not the number really to get in touch with me through. Um, I have a Skype uh, set up and uh, my email is the best way for initial, you know, for me to, for somebody to hit me up, if they hit me up through email, then allows me to be back in touch with them. And then we can open up a, you know, a relationship and a conversation. Um, And I'm more than happy to talk to people live and support people, you know, digitally or uh, through cell line, cell phone lines or, you know, email, whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, Talking to somebody live is the way I prefer 
um, I'm sort of an old schooler. I much more prefer to talk and type. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm with you there. Yeah. I'd rather be sitting across from you too, but you know, the world's totally. changed a little yeah. bit more and it's beautiful that we can connect in, in this way. And it's yeah. actually made it, you know, made it a possible for a lot more people to connect with really great people like yourself. So exactly. you gotta I enjoy the gifts that. of technology. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate that. I love Zoom. Zoom's awesome. You know, it really yeah. is real. We get to sit here with each other. We can do Zoom calls. Uh, we can organize Zoom calls. If people do hit you up and want to explore more, we can have some Zoom calls, which are real for me. And you get to feel and you get to see somebody's mannerisms and you really get to, you know, experience what it's like to be in their presence. And yeah. I can that yeah you'd pick up a lot that way so any of you out there that might be interested in you know stepping into making some change um you know let us know and i think a lot of great support um because sometimes you know we do need our hands held you know just to get ourselves going and um i love holding hands i like holding hands and dancing you know you hold hands and you dance and you know, we make love to life, you know, that's what I do on a daily basis is make love to life, you know, and for me, it's like, uh, it's really crucial. I mean, somebody that needs more or chooses to have more support, we're here. I'm totally here as a nutritional consultant as well. I mean, it doesn't all have to be about detox. Detox is my passion. I love it. I love to see people when they come from foggy, cloudy, gray skin, you know, acne, all these things, hair falling out, whatever they got. And, and then, you know, even in as short as nine days, somebody is shining, their skin's got a, a bling on it, you know, their eyes are beaming, uh, their breath is, you know, back to being what it should be sweet and smelling good, their body, you know, their, their reproductive system is working, their, their moon cycle is timely, you know, the candida's gone. And it's just, that's magical to me. You know, to me that just, I love to see that with people, you know, I love like my partner. I mean, I met my partner, she lost 70 pounds in the first probably year and a half we were together. Wow. You know, I'm not into overweight at all, but there was something in her that I saw this spark and she really wanted it. You know, she's like, I want to lose weight and I want to get my ideal weight. I've never been my ideal weight. You know, she grew up on white bread and uh, grew up in Columbia, you know, eating, uh, foods that aren't that good for us. And, you know, and our diet wasn't that good. And it's amazing to see just in a, you know, liver flush or two, you know, you see just this magic come to somebody and so much light comes in their being and then they get on their path. And once you're, you're on your path, you're on your path. There's no turning back. It's like life's journey begins, you know, and that deep, it seems like detox is really the, the the door opener for most people once people start to experience what it's like to feel lighter in your skin and clear and you know no energy drops and you know your mood swings stop and your moon cycle is is on time and you know when all these things happen then it's like you can't go back you know it's it's trying to put the genie back in the bottle it ain't gonna happen you know and so once you're on that path you're, you're forever seeking, you know, I call, I I call us all seekers, you know, we're just seeking knowledge and, and evolution, you know, we're seeking something greater than ourselves. And, and for us to get to that place, we get to a place of wanting to be of servitude for other people. And that's when you've, if you ask me, that's when you've really made it uh, in this life is when you're more concerned about other people than you are about yourself. Yeah. That's beautiful. You're just, I, I like, I can't stop smiling. 
I, you know, you have such wonderful energy and such a gift, um, all that you're offering out to the world. So thanks for being you, you know, well, <laughs> and for figuring you, your journey out so you can share, <laughs> share it with everyone else. It, if you see it in me, Mary, you, it's in yourself, you know that. And if you can see whatever you can see in other people is what you see in yourself. So as we recognize energies of people and beauty and love and, and positivity and passion, then it's in, it's in us too. So let's continue to share that with the world and make yeah. this a better place. For sure. Right yeah. there with you. Thanks so much. Uh, I, thanks <laughs> for having me on your beautiful podcast. And I look forward to us doing more works together. Yeah, me as well.